All right, Coach Michael Bird, it's 1230 Central Standard Time here. I hope you're doing great. If you want to turn those cameras on so I can see everybody's pretty faces. And I'll tell you one thing that I'm going to do here. I'm going to share this too as well on our Facebook page. And we're going to be talking about today the habits of the top 1% of real estate agents. This could be mortgage originators, 1% of um, 1% of insurance advisors, 1% of firefighters, 1% of uh, 1% of basketball coaches, which is what I used to be. And I think once you see these 1% concepts, you're going to be able to really break down where you are in relationship to those. Now, all of this is going to be leading up to a live event of me being in Denver, Colorado. Okay. And uh, I may let Walter and Clint, Clinton talk about this in just a few minutes about the event that we're going to be doing in Denver. If you don't know who I am, my name is Coach Michael Burt. I spent over a decade of my life as a championship women's basketball coach building a national powerhouse in Tennessee. Uh, along the way, I started writing the first of 17 books on performance, human performance, the anatomy of winning, how to activate the prey drive in people. And uh, somehow in 2008, started coaching some of the top home builders in the country because they could not sell a house in 08. The mortgage originators couldn't sell a mortgage. The real estate agents couldn't sell a house. The home builders couldn't sell a house. And somehow I ended up coaching some of the top independent home builders in the United States, helping them remain uh, cash positive, positive cash flow, and uh, sell houses in creative ways during the 08 recession. So I have now coached through what I would consider three recessions, um, 08. 2020 of the pandemic, and then what we're in right now in the market. Uh, along the way, I have picked up some of the top real estate agents in the country. I have coached agents that have done over 500 transactions in a year. I've coached, I'm coaching the number one team in Texas right now that's already done 40 million in the first quarter of this year. Uh, husband and wife couple. I've coached agents doing 220 transactions per year. And so along the way, I've been hired to coach some of the best real estate agents in the country. And I've coached agents that are doing tremendous amounts between three and 500,000 a month in passive or residual income. Uh, and many of them have hired me to help them become people of interest, right? Around a book I wrote many years ago on how you become known in the world, how you transcend commodity and really become a known entity. Now, I've got a new book out called Flip the Switch, which was a Wall Street Journal bestselling book uh, that I've been talking about over the last, um, really, I feel like the last two years, <laughs> but it's actually been the last four or five months. And in that book, I break down the habits of the top 1% of performers. And uh, one of my good friends is a guy named Kevin Elko. And Kevin Elko is Nick Saban's psychologist at the University of Alabama. He has actually been the team psychologist for 34 national championship teams where he has been the coach to the coaches. So where I have a few championship rings, he has 34 championship rings. 
and he carries them around in a box with him when he when he speaks. And he's like, which one do you want me to wear, coach? You want me to wear Alabama that year? You want me to wear, you know, Pittsburgh? You want me to wear this one? And it's kind of a little joke that we have. But he came to me one night and he said, we just Forbes just commissioned a study of the top 1% of performers of financial advisors. And they took all of their financial advisors and they broke it down and they found through a study that they had five. Well, I started to research this and I go, you know what? Are you, are you doing anything with that concept habits of the top 1%? And he said, no, he said, go on, you do whatever you want to with it. And I said, I am very interested and fascinated by what makes the top one to 3% the best. And I, and I believe lots of people are interested. Now, when I'm using this term today, and I'll be talking about this more when I come to Denver uh, in May for this real estate event, the Mile High Experience, I, I, I am interested in the 1% of teachers, the 1% of firefighters, the 1% of police officers, the 1% of financial advisors, the 1% of real estate agents, because what, what I'm talking about here is not necessarily the 1% of money earners, although there would be a direct correlation between these habits and you earning a lot more money, okay? But I'm, I'm re- actually interested in the people who are the absolute best at what they do in the world, okay? And, and uh, the, the firefighter may never make a million dollars a year being a firefighter. The police officer may never make a million dollars a year. The high school teacher that I was when I started would never make a million dollars a year, even if I was in the top 1%, unless I found another way to monetize. So what I'm talking about when you hear me talk about these 1% are really just the best at what they do. And if you look at this, if you have a desire to be the best at what you do, then you you most likely be interested to be like, okay, what do these people have that I don't have? And what you're going to find is that they have things that could be called skills, attributes. Many years ago, Covey wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is which was his qualitative data of taking 200 years of success literature and deconstructing that 200 years of literature and saying, these are the habits of the most effective people in the world. Now, interesting side note, Covey was my mentor. That's who I studied. Uh, for from 18 to 25 years old, he was 52 years old when he wrote that book. He had never written a book before. Okay. And he, they took that book to a publisher. He had the same agent I did. Uh, I have the same agent at one time that Tony Robbins had, Stephen Covey had, T.D. Jakes had. And they took that book to the publisher and Covey went to New York City and they said, Dr. Covey, this is your first book. How do you think this book will do? And they said he sat right across the table and he said, this book will sell 20 million copies. And they laughed at him. And they said, all due respect, you're 52 years old. You've never written a book before. You're a college professor. I mean, that's pretty ambitious for your first book, 20 million copies. And, and they said, my agent told me this. He didn't even flinch. He literally just sat there and said, yes. This book will sell 20 million copies. Well, actually, the book has sold about 30 million copies. And um, which leads me to the first habit of the top 1%. Now, how many of y'all are interested in this? And if you don't have your camera on, I would love to see your camera. Uh, I'd love to see your pretty faces because you got you guys get to see my bald head. 
I get to see your pretty faces. Okay. Um, so when you think about this, if you're interested in being top 1%, what Covey did in that meeting that day was actually an attribute, the first attribute I talk about, which I think would be a great book in its own, in its own right, is remarkable boldness. Okay. The first habit or first attribute of the top 1% of performers is what's called remarkable boldness. Okay. And when you put those two words together, it means striking fearlessness. Okay. You're going to need this to be a top salesperson. You're going to need striking fearlessness, fearlessness to be the best at what you do. You're going to need it to close. You're going to need it to go on social media. You're going to need it to have a point of view. You're going to need it to go out into the marketplace. You're going to need it to come up with new ideas. You're going to need it to ask another person to take an action. You're going to need it to navigate bad economies. Okay. You're going to need not just confidence, which is a memory of success. You're going to need remarkable boldness, striking fearlessness. Okay, because here's what they find when they do studies during um, when they do studies during tough times. They, so they did a study of, of uh, several thousand people during the pandemic of 2020. Guess what they found? The top one percent just kept winning. They just kept finding a way to win. They didn't complain. They didn't whine. They didn't make excuses. They says it is what it is. This is the hand I've been dealt. This is the economy I'm in. 